Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. We're so glad you're here this morning. We'll get right to it. Get your Bibles out and turn to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verse 18 through 35, for a message titled, Doubt. Verse 20 says, And when the man had come to him, he said to John the Baptist, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? Now, this is an unfortunate situation because John's disciples, rather than using discretion and pulling Jesus aside and talking to him about this situation that John's in and John's frustration, they bring this to Jesus publicly. As if to say, everyone needs to hear what's going on. Everyone needs to be made aware. Let me just say that it's rarely the case when it comes to criticism of another person that it needs to be made public. It's rarely the case. Proverbs 17.9 says this, He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. 1 Peter 4.8 says, Above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. What these guys are hoping for was that Jesus would take this, this word, feel pressure, you know, from, hey, you got this bad situation, it looks bad for you, and, and go down immediately and spring John out of prison. Notice verse 21, it says, In that very hour he cured many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits, and to many blind he gave sight. And Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Jesus' reply to John was, look at the word of God. It was the word of God. This is what the word of God says, and this is what you guys have witnessed. It's exactly what God had said would happen. John, it isn't your circumstances that turn the, determine the veracity of God's word and, and the legitimacy of Jesus' ministry. It is the word of God that confirms those things. And so it is for us. We don't look to our circumstances or the way we feel to determine whether or not our, our favor is before God or not. We don't look at the way we feel to determine not, or whether or not we're saved. How many of you guys, just you can be honest because we're in church, you can confess. How many of you guys have had a moment in your life where you doubted, after being saved, you doubted your salvation? Anybody? We have those moments, don't we? We have those moments like, am I really saved? And yet, what does the word of God say? It says that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Do I believe in him? It says that we're saved by grace through faith. It's a gift of God. It's not of yourself. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus for good works, that we should walk in them. 
It says that we're saved if we put our trust in Jesus. And the question isn't, do I feel saved? It's, did I put my trust in Jesus? And that becomes the plumb line. I had a guy tell me the other day, he's like, well, sometimes I just don't feel saved. I, I just, you know, I just, I think I've disappointed God or something like that. And I said, well, let me ask you this. What's two plus two? Four. And he says, well, what if you're really sick and you, you're throwing up and you feel horrible? How, then what's two plus two? Well, it's still four. He says, but there's that strange math, and sometimes two plus two can be five if you use imaginary numbers. I'm like, okay, no, we're not talking about that. We're not imagining here. We're... I said, it's, it's a fact. I said, are you saved because you put your trust in Jesus, or is it based on how you feel? How many, t- how many of you guys would not be saved almost every morning if it was based on how we feel? I mean, we can't put ourselves through that. It's because we put our trust in Jesus Christ, and that is the facts. And the Word of God establishes the facts, and the Word of God confirmed who Jesus was. And so John, you know, is, is going to see that as Jesus references Isaiah 35 and Isaiah 61 as proof that he is fulfilling the Scriptures. Now, now John could retort with, well, what about Isaiah 61 where it says, setting the captives free and opening prison doors? What about that one? Listen, Christian. We're not here for this life. And John wasn't here for this life. He had fulfilled the purpose that God had sent him to fulfill, and his time was done. And that's just the sad reality of it, but it's, it's the truth. And Jesus, go, he, he, he concludes with this in verse 23. He says, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me. And that's a message for us all, isn't it? We can't be offended by, by the way God orchestrates our life. Do you realize that nothing can touch you except God allows it? There's nothing surprising to God in your life as he looks at you. He's not shocked. He he doesn't say, oh my goodness, look, Gabriel. Oh my goodness, look what just happened. You know, it's it's never happened. He will not allow anything to touch you that he does not allow to touch you in your life. And it is for your good and it is for his purposes. He says, blessed, or oh, how happy is is the literal meaning of that, is he who is not offended. This word is scandalon in the Greek. I love that word, scandalon. Sounds scandalous, doesn't it? It, It's not, really. That's not what it means at all. In fact, this word simply means the, the, the plate that you set the bait on, on a trap, on a snare, now, not even thinking of this, I walked into my office on Saturday yesterday. I walked in there and I saw the mouse. There was a mouse trap sitting there, and it was no. There was no nothing on the scandal on. That was just it was scandal free. I was looking, and I, I you know I got a couple mouse traps here. The weather's changing. I better set them because every year it seems like we get mice, you know, coming into the office. And so I got the mouse traps and I, I set it on the counter and I got a plastic fork and I, I got some peanut butter and I scooped into the peanut butter. The pl- I used a plastic fork because once something touches a mouse trap, it needs to go in the garbage or be burned or be completely, you can't wash it. The dishwasher cannot get those germs off in my mind. Anyway, so I, I rubbed the stuff on the scandal on and as I'm rubbing it on, I just kind of dipped it on there like this, and I saw it move, and I looked, and I realized this trap is set. <laughs> it's like I just touched the lever, and it, I mean, it could have gone whack and snapped my finger, broke the fork. It could have gone in my eye. I'm thinking of all this stuff. I'm like, my goodness. And so I grabbed the trap, and I very carefully put it down. It's probably corroded or something. I don't know. I can't even imagine how it didn't go off. And then I got another trap and set it that will go off. And it snapped on me, actually. You know how you set them, and then they, they snap on you? It scares the tar out of you. You're like, ah! 
But that's what this is talking about. Are you going to be, you're going to walk yourself into a situation, into a time, into a trial in life, and it is like a bait that's set for you, and snap, you're, you're offended. You're, you're caught in that. God, why would you allow this to happen to me? And that's what John the Baptist has done. Blessed is he who is not offended because of me, Jesus would say. Verse 24 says, When the messenger of John had departed, he began to speak to the multitude concerning John. What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? This is interesting because he waits for John's disciples to leave. And, and why? He, he's going to talk about John now, but he, he waits for his disciples to leave first. And I, I would submit to you that the reason he does is because he wants John's disciples to have the full effect of what he had said. And he, they're going to go down to John, and he say, they're going to say, you know, John, this is what Jesus said. He said that the lame walk, the, the, the lepers are cleansed, the, the blind see, the dead are raised. And, and John would know the scripture. And, and John, who he was as a man who followed God with his whole heart, what would he, his response be to that? Well, that's stupid. No. No, you know what John's response is to that when, he, when it's brought to him? You know what he'd, he'd say? And I just, I'm assuming this, but I, I know it's true. He would say, you know, that's right. That's right, and I'll sit here. Because that's the word of God. And there's no question now i got to get out of my head, out of my emotions. It's the word of God. But what he does here is he, he looks at John, and, and he could have ruined him. He could have ruined his witness. He could have, I mean, John has this failure, and he could have just let the, the crowd just sit in that failure. As, John, as Jesus looked to the word of God and said, well, this is the truth. You know, sorry. And just let the crowd, wait, wow, John the Baptist, what, what a mess. And maybe we even think that, you know, wow, John the Baptist, what a mess. Watch out, buckaroo. If John the Baptist struggles with his faith, do you think that I might struggle with my faith from time to time? And we're talking about a guy who didn't enjoy any of the pleasures or luxuries of the world. This is a guy who is completely dedicated to God, a guy who completely gave his life up to follow and to serve God and didn't even enjoy good food or fancy houses or, or even comfort of any kind. And he finds himself in this difficulty, a difficult life that ends in difficulty. But Jesus... I, I love this. Jesus cares about his reputation, he, and he cares about your reputation, too. He cares about you. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.